It is the first installment of the Matt Rodriguez show. I appreciate you taking the time out to come and just check it out if that's what you're doing. And if you're a friend of mine that's supporting, I really appreciate that even further. So this is the very first episode and I have no idea where I'm going to go with this. But I knew I just needed to create in the audio space, not because... uh, Maybe because it's becoming extremely popular. I gotta be honest there. But I always enjoyed podcasts. I listen to them all the time. And just the concept of being able to sit down and tell the story or talk about your experiences and how much you know I've been impacted by other people's podcasts and, and stories and knowledge, I figured it wouldn't hurt to do the same. And also it just gives, you know, clients and potential clients more insight into me as a person beyond just you know a video maker uh so you know i run a wedding photography and videography business along with my soon-to-be wife uh we have been doing a really good job this year in growing the business i'm really proud of us i'm really proud of her and you know that's that's uh something i really enjoy doing fun fact i actually filmed my very first wedding in 2010 all the way in 2010 I know and I created a highlight reel and all of that and at the time it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to pursue but I I was already into cameras and video so it seemed like the logical thing for me to do when this person was having a wedding and you know it was a small wedding very simple and I figured hey why not they don't have anyone documenting it so let me just do something so I uploaded to Facebook and you know it got shared a bunch of times but I have since have had a new account so I don't know where that video is I think I have it backed up on an old hard drive which needs to be recovered I keep forgetting to do that but I have tons of footage on there from back in the day from my dancing I first got into uh, cameras in general just like the you know taking pictures and videos I first got into cameras and documenting in, I don't even remember what year it was, but it was a long time ago because I did it to document my training as a dancer, as a break dancer. I've been break dancing longer than I've been making videos. Uh, that was a huge part of my life and it still is. I still do dance to this day, but it's not something that I focus on in terms of competitions. You know, it was something that took me around the world uh, competing you know by myself and with teams you know representing the USA and 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 myself of course and my crew but you know I still plan on doing more things like that but right now what's what's more important to me and what's really excites me now is you know building my business and videos so that's what I'm doing but I have dancing to thank because if not I wouldn't have gotten interested in the visual arts and you know that's really how I got started was picking up a camera to document my training because you know you have to stay on point you have to be able to look back on your practice footage it's kind of like sports you know when they they film the practices film the games and they go back and they run the tapes okay no you, you missed that play or you didn't do this you didn't do that it's the same concept same exact thing and that's what I was doing with my dancing. So that's kind of the origins of when I first picked up a camera. Also, sidebar, this is like the th- 
second time I'm filming this thing because the first time I went on a tangent, I didn't have any notes and I kind of just bounced around. I went from filmmaking to philosophy and that was no bueno. So here we are. I have notes. So if you see me glancing back and forth, if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously, if you're just listening, then good for you. You don't have to look at my face. So, <laughs> all right. So aside from the wedding stuff, I work with commercial projects, you know, commercial clients in the real estate space, in the cybersecurity space, and the social media slash influencer space, air quotes, if you didn't see that on Spotify. So more notably, the most recent person that I've worked with in that space is Andrew Schultz. Now, if you don't know who this guy is, you need to do your Googles, jump on Instagram, jump on YouTube. He has a podcast with Charlemagne the God. If you don't know who that is, then you must have been living on the rock for the last 15 years. Their podcast is called Brilliant Idiots, and it's hilarious. I mean, it is what it sounds like. It's a lot of political stuff, a lot of intellectual mixed in with ignorant and funny things. <laughs> so, it is one of my favorite podcasts. So when Andrew came to town, you know, I, I reached out to him and we started working together. But I'll get into that in a, little, in a second. I kind of wanted to go more into uh, how I even got here. So 2018, incredible, incredible year. Uh, I kind of want to go over quickly just the timeline of how that happened. Um, I went from being a part, working a full-time job, being a, a part-time filmmaker to jumping and going all in now i think it's important to note that i did have a job prior to just jumping in also another side note i it wasn't planned for me to jump in it kind of just happened because i got laid off in january 2018 so i started the year getting essentially fired i have no i have no problems in saying that i have no issue uh publicizing that there's nothing to be ashamed of uh, people get fired all the time sometimes things don't work out now i started the year off being laid off and at face value it's it's like this rejection no one likes to be rejected no one likes to feel like they're not good enough for whatever the thing is um but it ended up being a blessing in disguise because i had to had a choice to make right do i go back let me go find another job and stay in this cycle that i wasn't even happy in or do I really try to do it for myself and go hard and see what I could really do pushing it full-time, right? Uh, full-time on, on, on my stuff, right? My business ideas. So I decided on the latter, obviously, and here I am. You know, it's now Christmas of 2018, Christmas time. Merry Christmas. Uh, and it'll be New Year's before you know it in a few days. So the year's pretty much over. Uh so my first I'll jump into my first client which was actually my barber <laughs> my barber and his barber shop right it's always the barber that hooks it up gives you that that uh believes in you and I appreciate that like tremendously if you're watching this bro thank you so much bro so I wanted to uh create some promos for them and do some other pieces we did we did several pieces in 2018 and we actually have things in the works for 2019. So that's an ongoing project in general. Um, now, 
I really want to talk about the first cold client, meaning like the first person that I that I brought into my into my uh, ecosystem that wasn't via a referral, wasn't like a friend, wasn't you know those are considered warm leads, right? This was a cold lead. Like I I literally jumped on Instagram, DM them, and we worked something out, and bam, we were in business. So. You know, the, the road to that wasn't as simple as one, two, three. It was more like me sitting days on end on Instagram, sending out, copy and pasting a, a response. And if you don't know, if you do that, you will get marked as spam for a, a certain amount of time where, where you can't uh, private message people anymore for a while. So, you know, that. So anyways, I searched the local hashtag, right? I would local hashtag is basically wherever you are. You search the hashtag. It gives you everything that was posted regarding that hashtag or with that hashtag. You go to recent. I always go to recent. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And I was looking for businesses to, to engage with, right? Not people, just in businesses. So, well, people are businesses, but you get what I'm saying. So, I found uh, this real estate company. And I was like, whoa, hmm, this guy's legit. Like, it, he's engaged with his audience I could, he has he posts stories. He posts an Instagram post every single day, which tells me that he cares. He cares about content. So that's also another thing when you're qualifying a lead, you need to also sort of make sure they're in line because just because sometimes it's easier to deal with people that already get it. You know, so I saw that he got it, so I DM'd immediately. Didn't expect anything because I had sent out like God knows how many messages that week. And he replied immediately, said, hey, man, come meet me tomorrow at this job site and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have a meeting. We'll talk about it and see what's going on. So, boom, I show up. We we talk for like an hour in his car. Uh, and two weeks later, we're filming. Uh, we decided to go with a weekly vlog episode, uh, 52-week project, which he we recently spoke and he wants to extend it for another year and we're not even done we're only at 42 right now going up 43 and that's been a challenge you think these youtubers that are producing content every week twice a week that's work it's a lot of work you don't you don't just you don't especially when it's more like uh well-researched content especially right but even like doing things on the cuff like just staying on schedule because we have a schedule and we stick to it we haven't missed it not one day we upload every day on Tuesday at 12 noon every single week do not miss a beat even it's come down to the wire we're filming the the day before to get it done you know like we don't miss you know so that's been a really good learning experience for the both of us Uh, we have a great working relationship and you know that was my first cold cold lead you know and it's funny how because it kind of turned to my friend too like you know we're we're in the same we're we're both millennials so it's like we both get each other and everything else is seamless you know um but that's not to say you can't work with people from other generations but that's just a perk of that relationship so i also freelance for other studios i also worked for other wedding studios uh, just, you know, being a shooter, you know, uh, I typically don't like to edit for other people because I find that everyone has a way that they like things done. 
and if you which is fine there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with wanting something away however when you film when you're doing work for other people in that that capacity it tends to take more more of your time and sometimes you know it might not be a good fit you know if if they're not trying to pay more for that that time you know or some people will straight up take advantage of your time and try to squeeze in oh but can you do this okay and it's like you know no i'm i'm just not going to edit anymore for you i just can't so <laughs> you know it's not a huge deal but it's just something that i decided that i did not want to do i'm not a freelance editor i will shoot for you you want something shot if you want me to edit because you like the way i edit and you want me to you give me the creative control because you like the way i put things together and that's not to say that you can't have input because that's always required like especially your client you always want to please the client that's that's another thing but most people that work with me work with me because they know what i do and they like the way i do it you know uh and you have to figure out what that you have to figure out what your role is are you a creative person that comes with a vision helps someone craft the vision or are you just a technician that comes in and just does shows up points and shoots then takes orders the whole time to to craft it which is fine too that's there's nothing wrong with that but i will say if you're on this side you really should make sure you're being compensated properly for that anyways moving on uh so with andrew schultz i want to move on to this this story because you know my collaboration with him resulted in a paid trip to europe to film for him a 10 day trip of his the europe leg of his tour and that was really interesting because it's not something that i started the year out thinking i was going to do you know i was like yeah i'm starting this thing maybe i'll get some do some barber shops and do you know <laughs> who knows but this is a testament to to putting yourself out there if people don't know you exist you're done you know you 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 have to put yourself out there you can't be scared you can't be scared you have to constantly send out those signals so this all started with a dm it all started with a dm i slid into the dms seen he was coming to town hey man let's do something cool we created something uh and it was like a little just it was just like a sort of a a little highlight reel of of his show the here and of that weekend and you know i got a great response i got a great response on instagram because I could see all the comments, I was like, "Oh wow, it's kind of cool." People are commenting and, and showing love, and and so I'm like, "That was cool." I I did something cool. I have for my portfolio, and I wasn't doing anything else that weekend anyway. So it was nice to be able to collaborate, create something valuable with someone that I respected. So with that being said, I didn't expect anything beyond that. I wasn't like, "Okay, now I'm going to be his his uh, his guy." Because he kind of already had someone that that manages a lot of his uh, the video side of his th- of his stuff, um, but a few months later he had his tour going to Europe and he hits me up the week prior. <laughs> He's like, "Look, man, uh, I really need another guy to come on and, and shoot, and I kind of want you to be the point point man and and sort of direct and take charge in the video space uh, for this for this project." And I said cool let's do it so i mean 
that's not the real ver- the real version is I'm on the phone he tells me that my eyes light up and I say I gotta call you back because I have to check in with you know my family I have a family you can't just I can't just leave home uh, at a moment's notice so there was that but then I did call him back boom we sealed the deal and there was a slight problem with my passport because I didn't have it it was expired so now I'm scrambling to get my passport. I get my passport. I go to the office, actually. You're supposed to be able to get it, you know, in two days. So they go, okay, it's just coming express mail. Be there Saturday. My flight was Monday night. I'm sorry. My flight was Sunday night. So it didn't come Sunday night. I mean, it didn't come Saturday in the mail. So I said, oh, man, I'm not going to make this flight. This guy's going to hate me forever. <laughs> so I'm here just making phone calls and, and just trying to see what I can do. And I said, and then I had to tell him straight up, look, man, my passport, I went to the office. They told me this was what it was going to be. It wasn't that. If you're going to have to move my flight by for by one day, and I promise you I will get my passport and we will be on our way. So he moves my flight to Monday night. And at this point, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm praying. I'm doing everything you can think of. Like, I need to get on this flight. One, it's a great opportunity. Two. The last thing I want to do is burn a bridge with someone and, and, and create that, you know. So I'm like, all right, I need to, first thing in the morning, I went out to the office again. I got the passport, but I get there and like, all right, uh, oh, you didn't get it yet? No, I didn't. I was supposed to get it Saturday. I was told this and that. Okay, well, fill this out and uh, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, see what you can do? You better You better get that passport, man. So they come back. All right, it turns out we can we can definitely print it out for you today. Come back at 1. Mind you, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. So I got to wait three hours. And I had my two-year-old with me. So I had to go kill time and like entertain him because he was like not in a good mood that day. So we went and did that. So 1 o'clock, I get the passport, ready to go, happy as ever. And I didn't even pack yet. Or I like halfway packed. So anyways, I get the passport. We, I'm gone. 10 days. I come back. And it was a good experience. It was a great experience. I got to go to a few countries I haven't been to before. Some I have been before. But not at this capacity. Usually it's for dancing. Usually I'm, I'm there to compete. And it was interesting to go there as a filmmaker. You know, I, I noticed like to travel as a dancer. And now to travel as a filmmaker, that was like, it was it was it was definitely a blessing, and it's not something that I take for granted, and I will forever be grateful for that experience. So for that, thanks, Andrew. I appreciate that, man. Anyways, going to 2019, I really want to grow the wedding side of things. I do enjoy doing that. It's something that I really like, legit love to do. Uh, it's very stressful and taxing at times, especially because you're on your feet for like 12, 14 hour days just shooting that doesn't even we're not even talking about the hours it takes to edit something uh however the concept for me as being a filmmaker right and being able to be a part of someone's life story in a way their love story and being the one to tell it not not just like i get to listen to you tell like i help you i craft it in video form like document it and then i have to craft it out it's to me that's like it's always that's not going to get old to me so 
that and then also I have notes here remember I have notes so <laughs> I need I need notes so and also for I want to say thank you to my fiance because she is a great supporter she really pushes me to do to really reach for my goals and push for what I want and she's also a great photographer and really inspires me to be honest with you this YouTube channel is actually a huge goal of mine for 2019 so to be consistent with it I slacked in 2018 so many excuses it's too much client work uh, whatever I don't know think of any excuse insert there and that was me All right funny sip coffee's great um but yeah i think that's it for now thank you for listening uh please be sure to subscribe to this on spotify or itunes and if you're catching this on the youtube channel and you enjoyed this and you want to see more of my journey please subscribe to the channel otherwise it's all good you can bounce out i'm sure you'll find me again at some point uh anyways take care and thanks for listening Thank you.